0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. This is our Championship Week recap episode and um, I, I think I'll just start off with saying there's, there's bigger news than fancy football at the moment. Um, I'm sure you, like many of us, um, watched the um, the horrific scenes in Cincinnati um, over the weekend, over last weekend, week 17, uh, that happened with Demar Hamlin. Out of respect for Demar Hamlin and his family, I didn't want to put anything out there straight away but it looks, yeah, you know, and I'm yeah really glad to say that um he is is awake now. He's still in critical condition under ICU control, but he um looks like he has no um, permanent brain damage, function loss, which is fantastic news. Um and obviously it put a bit of a blight on the sport and put everything into reality. There was lots of conversations about whether week 17 should count because of this. Lots of people who were very angry about you know the the game not being played, but. It looks like the NFL have decided that the Bills-Bengals contest will not resume and it will not be played again in uh, Week 18 or in a, a notional Week 19 schedule, which I think is probably the right way to do things. And any playoff seedings in real life will just be decided by a coin flip, which I think is the right thing to do. But uh, prayers go out to DeMar Hamlin and his family and, of course, all the Bills and Bengals players who are out, and, and staff who are out on the field. I think we should all be grateful for that they had such great... Um, Response from all the medical teams over there in Cincinnati and uh, from the Bills. But, right, that's uh, the, the the sad stuff laid down. Let's look at some more happy news. And, um, you know what, I'm not going to bury the lead. Um, I did it, guys. Uh, I finally won the League of Record. And even though there is a bit of an asterisk on the season in general, there definitely wasn't an asterisk in my game. Um, I played Ed, and we had a really tough early back and forth where neither of us were scoring that many points to be fair um i broke out a little bit i ended up scoring 110 points thanks to thanks to jared goff doing well cmc aaron jones putting in a stint i had dk metcalf which was the worst choice i could have made but to be fair i would have already, you know clawed back another five or six points elsewhere the cowboys did me proud uh, tj Hawkinson did enough i was really happy with the guys who got me there and uh the guys who i benched i was really happy with as well i, I benched um Miles Sanders and DeAndre Hopkins who was a late out as well in favour for them so I wouldn't have you know scored much more if anything had changed but I'm glad that Miles Sanders who hates fancy football and has made no allusions to the fact had a bad game here. <laughs> and he wasn't part of my fancy uh, team in League of Record. Ed on the other hand um, had a bit of a stinker he on paper, he had played some great players. Latavius uh, Murray did okay. Saquon Barkley didn't do great. Terry McLaurin had all the opportunity to do great, but just didn't commit. He did scam a bit with Devontae Smith, who had a, a great game with over 100 receiving yards, but he didn't get the touchdowns. So they all went to AJ Brown. And uh, he had Gino as well, who, who did him right. But what lost him the title in in a 110 to 69 point game was Mike Evans. He dropped Mike Evans for the week. And I'm going to say a bit of mere culpa here. Um, I said in my last episode, in my last kind of main preview episode, that Mike Evans was one of those boo or bust players. He was either going to score you you know, 50 or score you five. Ed went with low risk and uh, decided to remove Mike Evans from the situation. And unfortunately, low risk is not going to win you that championship, mate. And the same can be said for Danny, Danny Jones. Um, Danny Dimes, who uh, was sitting on his bench with 36 points. 80 points sitting on the bench there, yeah, it could have been a 60-plus point swing, which was more than enough to him to wipe me out. I, I'm sorry, Ed, I, I really am, but uh, it's been great. We were both first-time finalists in this league, um, so it was going to be a new champion regardless. And uh, I'm so happy that it was me this time. So, you know, maybe I need to end the pod pod now. I've, I've done what i set out to achieve, but no, no, I'm going to continue on now and we'll get on to that in a little bit. But I didn't just win one championship, I won three. Um, so the the other one, uh, that I was involved that you guys have heard a little bit about, um, is the, the new beginnings league. It's an eight man league. We've got two QBs. We we look to do scarcity in that way to to bring in some new people. But, and I was playing Matt, who is a, a fancy newbie. So I wasn't too worried going into the game. And he, again, it comes down to Mike Evans. He outplayed himself a little bit he did have a couple of bills players a couple of um players that could have played but at this point um he had Joe Burrow and Jamal Chase who unless they were going to score 130 points between them it wasn't going to be good you know sledding for for them so i think i won out there he he, he was unfortunate to have Trevor Lawrence who was pulled late in the game didn't have a great game anyway despite you know, a, a relatively good stat line um he just got had that inception and and was pulled you know they were going to win that game regardless and it was all a running game um, elsewhere he had disappointing performance from Christian Watson whilst I just had you know star performances from Austin Eckler Mr. 101 I am leader of the Austin Eckler Appreciation Society AJ Brown did his thing Brandon Ayuk shone out in a 500 yard game for the 49ers DJ Moore even you know did well for me and despite having Kirk Cousins who was flirting with negative points for most of the <laughs> the week um, he actually ended up getting positive points and, and still beating out Trevor Lawrence so I'm happy about that as well um i made all the right bench decisions whereas matt unfortunately did not he had tom brady on his bench which arguably was the right choice because he made the choice to drop and i say drop from his team uh mike evans um who was picked up by dan who you'll hear from in a couple of weeks and you've heard from already um he was picked up in his consolation game so he didn't come last um dan ended up absolutely smashing his opponent by 110 points um in his game thanks mainly to uh to evans but that evans and brady um tie up wouldn't have won in the game still but it would have got him very very close and it would have made it competitive so well done matt that you've had a great first season and um, well done to all the rookies who about there they've um they all outshone um john who is a seasoned veteran and again you've heard from him on the pod who ended up coming last in that constellation game john just wasn't your your year in that one but it was in uh, in dynasty so we'll get onto that in a bit but uh yeah, I did win a third league as well, which I haven't talked about much. I, I talked about it a bit at the start of the season. It was a um an auction league which I entered, um, with uh ten other uh sorry, eleven other um kind of I, I guess fancy industry adjacent people. I was invited on Twitter. It was it was good fun anyway. And um I went on early. I went uh Eckler, Cup and, and uh Stafford and that was gonna be my stack early on. It didn't work out because Cup was injured and uh Stafford just hasn't done good but I I've managed to you know get enough in the waiver wire I managed to pick up Jared Goff um, I still kept DeAndre Swift because he was early on he shone out in this last game and I ended up winning that I, I, I come from behind victory and again this one isn't one that's tarnished by that, uh, that you know non-played game as well we didn't have any between us we didn't have any Bills or any Bengals players which is unusual for people going into the uh, the, the fancy playoffs I think in all three of my fancy playoffs there weren't many at all which was um, a, a real surprise But uh, yeah, I ended up winning that. So I'm going to call that two and a half, two and a half championships because the third one, you know, it was a bit of a, um, just just one that I didn't really mind about too much. I am happy that I won it and and the guys have congratulated me. So thank you very much for playing guys. Um, But uh, yeah, I wasn't happy with that. But I guess the half is also um, down to the fact that I came dead last in, um, (laughs) in Dynasty, which I think was on the cards for a long time. I ended up three and 11 for the season um know, yeah, losing out in the toilet bowl it didn't didn't go particularly well for me um whereas john who came last in our new beginners league actually came out top he he came from behind a little bit he he managed to sneak into the um the playoffs at six and eight um he beat out the one seed uh, um who was Kristen at 11 and three in the semi-finals um he he took the hard way definitely and um his opponent um was also a uh a kind of lower ranked um player it, Tim um, got in at seven and seven. He got in as a second seed in the in the Eastern Conference, which is, you know very surprising. We had a very poor season over in the Eastern Conference, mainly dragged down by me, to be fair. Uh, but he made it to the final, and that game was marred by controversy a little bit. And this was a a bone of contention that we had. We'll go on into it more, and we'll do a bit specific dynasty pod in a few weeks' time, hopefully. Um, that I'm going to uh, try and record with with both John and Dan if uh, if possible. But um yeah, John won out in that game. Um they both had Bills and Bengals players. Tim had Josh Allen, uh and Jamar Chase, um, whereas John had Dawson Knox, uh who else did he have? Gabe Davis and Joe Mixon as well. So th- the way up there was, was relatively even, but by the looks of it, you know, John was gonna win that game. It, at the time of um time of play when not really many Bengals or Bills players had scored any points. It was 88. John had won that game by all rights, and we looked at doing options for best ball, looking at bringing in you know next week's things, uh, looking at doing a two leg, and every th- every kind of scenario that we planned out, it came out as John winning. So John, you do not have an asterisk on your title. Well done. You've won. You've done amazingly this year to bring it up. And uh, looking at it, I-, I don't know how you went six and eight. It was just maybe just bad decision or bad luck earlier on the season, but. You absolutely smashed it and um, you will definitely be the uh, the number one seed going into next year because your team looks great. Pat, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Etienne, um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon as a, a one-two punch there. George Kittle has been great. Um, you've got Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, Derek Henry, who didn't even play for you. That, that was amazing. You did great, mate, and uh, and really well done. Um, so Dynasty will be rolling on and will be good fun next year. Um, so that's your fancy recap. But, I mean, just wanted to keep this brief, but... I'm so happy I can't really say anything. You know, the, the League of Record has been my dream for a very long time and I'm really happy uh, I finally got there. And um, I think I'm, I'm going to put it down to honing my thoughts. Thanks to talking to Mike and talking to you guys. Um, really appreciated you, you listening to me and, and going on this journey with me. Right, with that, we'll do uh, another quick segment because there might be some of you playing in Week, eight, week 18. You shouldn't be, but I'll, I will um, go to that fact and then we'll look at a bit of the state of the pod and what we're going to be doing over the next uh, coming weeks and months. Right, I'm going to keep this segment really short because the Week 18 preview, there's nothing much to talk about because you shouldn't be playing in Week 18 because friends don't let friends play in Week 18. There are If you're playing, there are some Saturday games with some connotations there. Um, the Tennessee uh, and Jacksonville game has some connotations there. But the Kansas City-Vegas match doesn't really mean much. Everyone's playing for contracts there. Kansas City can't really do much to go up or down um, in seedings. Maybe they can grab the number one seed, I think. But um, I I need to go look at that. But it it doesn't really matter too much for fantasy football. You're going to get a lot of starters rested. The the games, if you're going to highlight them and going to target any, I think you're targeting Jacksonville. You're targeting the Jacksonville players. They need to ball out to make sure they win because it's winning in for them um elsewhere the tampa bay atlanta game is is a nothing game you might be get some garbage time points if you're looking to target some rookies maybe that's where you look at their you know tom brady's not going to do anything they've they've sealed up the um the slot in the nfc south there new england and buffalo could be an interesting game um not for buffalo because buffalo are you know in in the playoffs but new england don't need to win but they you know it makes it significantly easier for them if they do i think if they win and um if they lose and miami also loses and maybe a loss elsewhere in the nfc they're in so new england still has some interesting players there minnesota again maybe it has some interesting players but you're probably benching your chicago bears and with nathan peterman playing you definitely want to be um you know benching anyone who's you know catching any passes from him and uh you're probably starting the vikings defense maybe i don't know week 18's weird um elsewhere Baltimore and Cincinnati still has some playoff connotations I think Baltimore are, are clinched but it's all playoff seeding but yeah it's it's one of those they, they could have like a gentleman's agreement not to cut it and I think Cincinnati may rest some starters after what they saw last week as well um elsewhere houston Indianapolis, it's a nothing game don't start anyone there New York and Miami Miami need to win against a tough New York defense I don't know but I wouldn't be playing anyone there because you're likely seeing Teddy Bridgewater out there again. Um, and, and unless you've got Tyreek Hill, you're probably not looking to pick anyone up uh, in that team because it's going to be a weird game. Um, Carolina and New Orleans is, is a nothing game. You're going to see a load of bums starting, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you'll probably get someone score a great uh, touchdown. The quarterbacks might be interesting to look at. Taysom Hill might be interesting to look at. I think they're going to take another look at him as a, um, as a uh, signal caller potentially, but that's about it elsewhere los angeles denver doesn't really mean much i think los angeles want to make sure that they um just the chargers sorry not the rams um want to make sure they they're doing um something good there cleveland pittsburgh pittsburgh remains that team who who sits on the edge of contention and michael tomlin going after yet another winning season I um, in the regular season i'll go pittsburgh there but i think kenny pickett could still be interesting and they still want to you know see if he can do what he you know what it looks like he can do um, so he might be an interesting uh, pick for you there. New York, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, is win and one seed, but they don't even need to win the one yeah, the one seed at this rate because there are other teams out there who could you know, win it for them by losing. But uh, New York spent so much um, of their energy last week. I can probably see this being a, a mildly competitive game, but New York haven't really got much to play for. They, they're going to move up and down the seedings and it depends on which of their other NFC competitors they're going to play. Um, San Francisco is is win and um, they stand a chance to do it the one seed. So still, they're going to be putting all their starters up, but they'll have an eye on other games as well so that you might see them rest their starters um, later on in the game. Um, Seattle is, is still a, a win game. This is probably the most interesting um, set of games in the uh, NFC because you've got Seattle need to win and Detroit to win to get in as a wild card. Um, Detroit versus Green Bay. Um, is interesting because both of them need to win to get in. Detroit also need to win and have Seattle lose to Los Angeles. I think, I think, you know, the, the Rams could actually be a bit of an upset here. You've seen Baker be hot and cold. Maybe this is a Baker hot game. So if you're looking at that, uh, that'd be quite interesting. And finally, you've got Dallas, uh, Washington. Just, just start Dallas. You're you starting ha- Sam Howell uh, in Washington. So yeah you, know, you had a, a a coach who didn't even realize they could be eliminated last week which is a little bit embarrassing and uh that probably you know plays into how he thinks about week 18 he's going to start a load of load of bums again and then see what they've got for next year they're going to reload so Dallas is going to win there so which is maybe gives a bit more credence to um to Philly uh, actually needing to start and have some juice back He's probably going to get Jalen Hurts back in the game unless they want to protect him and they think guard the miss you can um, get them a the win against them um, what is a stiffer than expected New York defence but that's a lot there's no one I really want to talk about here because it's a bit of a rubbish game hopefully you're not playing and if you are playing in week 18 tell your commissioner to shape up next year and put it back to 17 because there is nothing fun about trying to guess which starters are and aren't going to play and which bums are going to play and score 40 points you will inevitably see someone who you haven't seen all season score 40 points um yeah, you know, if I'm going to put my money on anyone it's going to be someone like Jameson Williams for the Detroit Lions I think that could be a fun Sunday night football game but that's about it really right that's that's a lot i'm not going to spend any more time on it because uh week 18 makes me cross it's fun to watch from a from my perspective from a, from a f- football fans perspective from a fancy football player it's not fun to uh to try and look at right we'll um have a quick break there and we'll um jump into what is uh, a bit of announcement about the future of the pod Right, guys, thanks for bearing with me. Um, a quick rapid fire you know, jump around here. So um, State of the Pod at the moment, it, it's, it's looking pretty good. We're, we're really happy with what's happened over the last year. It's been really fun um, t- doing this. It started out as a bit of a, a hobby, just you know, something as a bit of a, a creative outlet um, for me. And it's turned into something that has garnered more interest from people who I don't even know. There, there are people listening to this in Germany, in Australia, in, in the US that I don't know about. Um, we haven't had anyone in Africa yet, which is unfortunate, but, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's where we need to reach out. And that's in spite of me not being hugely, um, active on, on social media. I, I keep saying, yeah, follow me on social media. I don't have much for a following, so it's difficult to, uh, to say, you know, go follow me, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's something that I want to, um, to increase uh, with, without too much overhead on me in my, my personal life. As some of you may know, um, I am starting uh well, I'm looking forward very soon to uh, to welcoming in a new baby into uh, our lives. My wife is pregnant. Um, we're expecting it to, to come yeah, you know, a little bit before the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that's how I live my life is is uh by looking at um where the where the Pro Bowl and where the important um aspects of the uh the fantasy uh, football season is. But um, yeah, we're expecting a baby soon, so uh, hold your hold your applause until it comes. But uh, I'm looking forward to um, to spending time time with the family, which means the the pod is is taking a bit of a backseat moving forward. Um, what we will see is I've got some canned content that I've already recorded. I've done some some recaps around some passion projects. I've done a an episode with Dan um, around a fancy pro Bowl, which will release around then. And I hope to do one more episode before um, I, I, I take a bit of a hiatus. Um, around uh, my post-season dynasty power rankings, and, and maybe a way too early mock draft around that, looking at the prospects for next year, and hopefully get Dan and John involved with that. So we'll officially close the season off with um, with a set of you know my passion project recaps, which I'll, which I'll go through, um, which will come in sometime in around February, around the end of the Super Bowl as well. It'll come around that time, and uh, we'll actually t- take a few mo- a couple of months, maybe maybe not a couple of months, maybe just a month or so hiatus and come back in March and start talking about um, free agents and and looking into that. We'll do a Dynasty Summit. We've got, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think I've got maybe 15 episodes, 15 15 to 20 episodes planned um, before the season starts next year. So it will start ramping up and get into a position where we get into draft season in August, where you'll be seeing more regular content every week or so. Um, and then we'll get into our, our regular season um, uh, activity, which will be that twice a week activity, which you've uh, hopefully come to know and love when I'm not ill with COVID. Obviously that is a lot. Um, and, you know, uh, what we're going to be doing is, uh, and I say we, and I'll say, say we for a while because there have been um, a couple of people really interested in contributing more. Uh, I've mentioned Dan a couple of times, John has mentioned uh, that he would be interested in in contributing more to some content. And, uh, and, and with that, you know, it, that helps spread the load a little bit. This is this isn't a, a burden on me whatsoever. I love doing this. It's a very much a passion project. But it's something that um I want to make sure that it's not going to bankrupt me as well. Um and with that, uh, yeah, I was speaking to Dan and there's a couple of things that I'm going to be launching um in the off season to help support um the pod going forward to make it a better product product for you guys to listen to and just generally um be just be better. I I guess. And one of those is um we will be relaunching the social medias um, and making sure that we are having more active content. I'm going to be doing some templates around that, so we'll see more active content coming to you rather than just through your ears. You can see it with your eyes and whatever else you see with, I guess. Yeah, um, you know, coming through your phones and uh, and make sure that we keep you updated on a more regular cadence on that. Um, there are some tools that we're going to be using there. Um, and second to that is something that you can do to get involved with the pod as well um we've we've changed our email addresses so um you can now get us um at well you can find me at sam at rugbywithpads.com yes i bought the domain because eventually i do want to you know, create a website and i will be launching some merch there um probably in the off season that's going to be a little little later and uh, you can also um you'll also be able to get merch and support the pod through buy me a coffee um so buymeacoffee.com slash rugbywithpads for any of you familiar with patreon um it's pretty much the same the same thing we've we're starting to do some memberships um anything from supporting from one pound a month uh one pound a month you know gets you a bit of mention on the pod it helps keep us uh keeps the lights on as well um there's it's you know um positions of water boy um positional coach offensive coordinator play caller and of course angel investor should you be interested and these come with some rewards around um looking at it through discord being able to you know um, get direct fancy advice um from us and i when i say us you know that's myself and and anyone else who wants to get involved more actively as well and some of the higher tiers from five pound a month onwards um we're going to give away merch with it as well so we want to make sure we give something physical back to you as well and hopefully you'll like that it will have um some rugby with pads merchandise maybe with some some of the slogans we've been using uh recently um you know dan has petitioned heavily for for having juju um it's spelled with a d by the way dju dju um is <laughs> is something that we want to have in there as well um obviously that must i can see you on the virtual gridiron as well and um yeah and so maybe something about austin Eckler as well i'm I'm, sh- I'm workshopping something maybe if see if i can get some acronym to go with his name the, the Eckler appreciation society of europe ease I, I don't know something like that anyway but there is going to be a number of different ways that you can support the pod and. Um, you know, everything we do this is not for profit i just want to make sure that we're we're you know, not consuming too much of my life and uh you know, now that i'm gonna have another baby uh around as well um but you know to make sure it's a better product for you so what we'll be doing is the whole idea about um having buy me a coffee rather than patreon is it's all transparent they take less off the top as well which is great and what we'll do is show you what we're going to be spending on whether it's different mics to make it sound better whether it's different production materials so we can start doing things um, in video format. And that's something I forgot to mention. So a few of these pods, when we're doing interviews, I'm going be recording the content as well and putting it out on YouTube because I know a few of you have said you would like to do that as well. I'm getting around the position of of making myself feel conscious about recording myself doing this um, solo now to see whether it's something that um, you guys would like to see as well. But either way, we're just going to branch out and make sure that you guys um, you know, get the content that you want when you want to as well so that's it um yeah, you know, i'm not going to hold my hand out and, and, and beg but if you do want to <laughs> support um obviously do so in the the same way you know like subscribe you know follow and what have you or you can get us on buymeacoffee.com slash rugby with pads. right i'm going to leave you now um hopefully you'll hear from me in the next couple of weeks um on the pre-recorded content i'm going to try and get in one more new content cycle as well but thank you very much for for playing along with me this season really appreciate it and I will see you next time on the Virtual Gridiron.